Welcome to the press conference mixtape, Cassette 6, bringing you the pressing playlist nobody asked for. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. How about you? Yeah, doing good. I'm, it's good. I know I say this every week, but I'm super keen. I think these mixtapes are getting more and more enjoyable each time we do them, and I think this run is really cool, really eclectic as well. Yeah, I think um, it's just fun getting getting on them and talking to people. And I think the more we do it, the more comfortable we must be getting. So I think it just makes it more fun. Yeah. And we'll get to the guest, but we had a pretty good guest on today, which made it easy. So yeah, can't complain. Mm, very good. So what's been going on? Have you been to any gigs in the last, since the last episode? Uh, well, we had the good things. Mm-hmm. And then I've been sick as a dog ever since. So had a few... Um, few days off work this week and just yeah just been a bit crook but on the mend feeling good now um yeah how about you what's been going on uh yeah i was at good things as well i recovered a little bit better my feet still pretty sore <laughs> getting yeah. those blisters but um yeah i haven't been to any gigs i was i'm I kind of screwed up i was supposed to go to speed at a ticket for friday night but I had my work break up dinner so i had to um yeah, I had to offload that, so I did a, a nice little wheel giveaway for for some people on Facebook, which I thought I'd rather not ask people to pay for my stuff up, so I thought I'd pay it forward a little bit. I'm pretty annoyed. I'm pretty annoyed you didn't include me on the wheel, to be honest, but that's fine. I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, well, you're not going to drive down. <laughs> you said you were going to come back to Melbourne, so... Well, no. Yes, I guess I did say that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll be back, but you never know. I might have come. Maybe. I was just giving the others a chance. It would be rude to, to give it to someone in Sydney who saw him a couple of weeks ago and is going next week or going soon. I didn't see them the other week. Yeah? No, I, no. I still haven't seen Speed. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. Thanks, man. That's cool. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I apologize. But... um. Rhiannon, who it went to, said she had a great time and never really wins anything. So it's good to... Um, yeah, to, she's a legend. Yeah, see some people being able to go when they miss out. Um, so, yeah. Um, got any latest pickups? Latest pickups? I did pick up a bunch of stuff from our friend Chuck when I was in Melbourne. Um, the main one I wanted to call out, though, because there were a bunch of stuff there and the stuff that I'm still working through, a lot of, a lot of post-rock stuff and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got, uh, another copy of a eulogy for those still here by counterparts. Yeah. It's probably the main one I was really keen for. It was a pure noise out of 250, which was the smash splatter looking thing mm-hmm. that came out kind of more white than the mock-up, but I think it looks really cool. Um, arguably one of the albums of the year. I'm sure we'll talk to in a few weeks, but yep. really love getting that. And then, <clears throat> fuck. Um, the other one I got was the conform uh volume two music for living failures um the pink with black splatter um put out by abvc mm-hmm. awesome press it sounds so good like probably one of the most bassy like the most bass i've heard on the record that i think i own so yeah really stoked on those um yeah pretty much it what about you sick um i had a couple of things come in um Obviously, I got some ch- stuff from Chuck, and you bought some stuff in. 
I'll run through it pretty quick. Um, so the big one for, for me, which is like huge, was Petitioning Forever by Converge. So you, you got that awesome pickup at Resist and I appreciate the 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 hand-on as well. I absolutely love it. Um, no, I mean, that was one that when I saw, I was like, fuck, Dave, Dave's probably going to like this more than me. Um, it's a great record. I could not pick it up. Like how often do you ever see that in the wild sitting on a shelf? (laughs) Especially like online, it was sold out. So the fact that it was there behind the counter in the shelf, they didn't even know was, um, was pretty cool. So I'm glad you enjoy it, mate. Mm, I love it. Um, among that, I got blood moon one, which is a Newbury exclusive, like a, uh, black, red and blue mix. I got, um, Lifelong Tragedy, uh, Destined for Anything off Chuck as well. So that's a, an alt cover um, of 100 that's numbered from like a festival uh, back in the day. Um, Praise All in a Dream, uh, Portrayal of Guilt, Suffering is a Gift, that EP. And this last week I got the Loon Ghost EP from Summit. I think oh, you got fuck. that too. I got that as well. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, so that's the teal and red smash, which is like unbelievable. We'll have to put a pick up on the socials. I'm, I'm yeah. sure if you, you're probably listening to this, you've probably seen it online already, but it is mm. unbelievably nice and you can hold it. It's almost it. like this year's version of the uh, Shangri-La record from last year. I know Zenith pressed both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, came out so well. Like the red and blue with the transparent and the smash. Like, yeah, it's yeah. awesome record it's so good and um the last thing i got was um united by fate by rival school so i picked up the run for cover that's right. press that's just on red vinyl but it yeah. is so good it sounds so great on on vinyl and um mm-hmm. i'm really c- glad i grabbed that because i was kind of on the fence on it and i've been yeah. really on a on a big um walter schreifel's deep dive in the last couple of months with the quicksand and gorilla biscuits yep. and rival schools and um I, I just couldn't say no in the end so i'm super glad i grabbed it no nah, it's a great pickup dude like i think i'll try and get a copy in the new year mm-hmm. i think we spoke about it last week or the week before whatever it was but great album um i can't believe i didn't know it until they pressed it like that record's so good right up my alley yeah great record so, um let's get into oh, the road to oh, furnace fest let's get it in load up the intro I got really like short breath today. I reckon I did have COVID, dude. Yeah, probably. My, my breathing's been like well cooked. That's not good. <coughs> anyway, so the road to Furnace Fest, where we're, we're kicking on with the segment, <laughs> even though there isn't a heap to update on, but. I guess a few things, and I know I want to cover one thing uh, with you today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got the ticket sorted. I'm still, you know, saving money for that. But over the last two weeks, um, they've announced the first lot of bands that are going to be playing. And there are some absolute doozies in there. So I thought I'd run through them. Um, we can maybe break them down a little bit, um, kind of talk about what I'm excited for and things like that. Um, and then at the end, Dave, I'm keen to hear, you know, <laughs> you're not going anymore, so I'm sorry. But yeah. let's just talk through some bands that we hope make it on the bill. For sure. I know we'll see some live 
recordings anyway. If I'm if I'm not there, I'll be there in spirit, and I'll yeah. be watching with uh, bated breath to see see who's going to drop because FOMO is going to hit hard if some of these bands that um, we really yeah. were talking about being on the bill if they yeah. appear. Um, I'll be fine with it. I'll just be double depressed. That's right. Um, so uh, a few weeks ago, the first four bands that they announced um, was the Callous Dowboys, which was pretty cool. Like oh, I talked about them a bit with you this year, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, they released one of my favorite records this year. Probably won't rank in the album of the year countdown that we have, but nonetheless, it's really fucking good. And I'm really keen to see them live. They're getting some good traction. Yeah, I think so. They look really fun live, so I'm pretty keen to see them. Um, after that, Foreign Hands, another band that I think they're pretty new as well, like only a few years now. Mm-hmm. Well, even last year, I think they, they formed. Uh, they put out a great record last year, and their singles this year have been pretty good, so I'm really keen to see them. Do you listen to them much? Yeah, a little bit. They come on on the radio, like Spotify radio, after like 156 Silence play, and like yeah. that, one of the songs off their EP or album from last year is heavy as. They're heavy. Yeah. Yeah, they're really sick. I can't wait to see them. Uh, the next two, I'm not really too familiar with, but you might be. So I know you mentioned them just before, actually, but Gorilla Biscuits are playing mm-hmm. and Training for Utopia. Yeah. So I'm, I don't I don't know them. <laughs> I know a little bit about Gorilla Biscuits. So they're like early days, like late 80s uh, New York hardcore, potentially. Yeah. So like, um, sure. yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, as I said, Walter from Kicks End and... And rival schools played bass and wrote most of the songs for for Gorilla Biscuits, and they're like they're a big name in the scene. So if you like most most people who like hardcore know know about yeah. them, gave them a little bit of a listen. They're pretty cool, so I'm keen to like give them more time over the year. And yeah, I guess I'll maybe see them if there's no clashes. Like you never know, a lot of bands get added, so it's going to be pretty crazy to see what the clashes are like. But we'll see. Mm. Um, after that. Between the Buried and Me were announced, and I don't really listen to them, but I know they're quite revered in the scene, and they do have a pretty large following. Um, I've been doing a bit of listening, and probably more from the start, like just trying to like listen to a few songs from kind of each era, because I have been told that they do change quite a lot. Yep. And they're pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see them. Yeah, they're tight as musically. So, like, I used to be big into um, to Colors, the first Colors album, and then... The one that was like two after that, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. it like colors is like really heavy and like experimental, and then um, they kind of moved into like more of a prog space, and then yeah, I'm not sure what they're like now. I haven't really caught up with them because they've got a huge catalog, but um, yeah. they have some great content. So if you're able to catch mm. them, they'll put on a good show regardless. Yeah. Um. So they were a big one, and then just last, just um, a few days ago, they announced three more bands playing, um, which I'm pretty keen for. So they had Dream, uh, One King Down, and Strife mm. all on the lineup. Yeah, Ooh. I can see you smiling. <laughs> Poor Dave. <Yeah. laughs> Drain are really good, and so yeah. Strife. I'm really listening to much One King Down, but that was the band that that Chuck was like One King Down and Strife. Whoa, like yeah, yeah. I listen to it probably a bit more of Strife than Drain, but I'm mean, listening to a bit of both. Yeah. They're, they're really sick. I can't wait. Like, 
I mean, we've, we've had, what's this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bands announced. I've really only listened to two regularly and nearly all the other bands that have been announced, I kind of dig. So, I mean, I'm not surprised, but like, I'm pretty damn keen to see how this weekend goes down. Yeah. It's going to get loaded. Like you're going to, yeah. you know, they're going to have a big, big drop and it's going to be really overwhelming Madness. for you to land that stuff out, but it's going to be fun as well. Yeah. Excited, but yeah, pretty much it's really all the updates we have. I mean, I don't really have anything new to add yet. I probably won't for a while to be frank, but um, one thing I thought would be cool for us to talk about today would be um, what are three bands you'd like to see make an appearance? Okay. Um, and I know you're not going and I'm really sorry, <laughs> but that's fine. I mean, I've got a few, you'd probably have a few. We'll probably have some crossover. Yeah. We've definitely got here, like crossover. So like, it, like when I was, when we were planning to go, we had a quick, like a brief chat about this and like yeah. number one on the list for me was be well. Yeah. Same. I'm just... I really hope they play. And then I'm really hoping that I know that Taken are playing shows, so it'd be cool to see Taken on the on the bill, especially yeah. with Strife and yeah. Winking Down and stuff like Drain. And you're definitely gonna see like Scowl as well. Scowl play Furnace Fest most likely. Um yeah. but I would also love to see Touche on that on that bill. Yeah. I think Touche and B Well are two of the ones I'm I hope make it. Yeah. Um, but given that you also said those, uh, other bands I'm really keen to see, I really hope end play. Mm-hmm. I would like to say counterparts, but I'm hoping they come here before then. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but end, I'd be really keen to see them. I know they played, I think, I think they did play last year, but fuck it. Like play again. I think they're, they're awesome. I'd love to see them. Um, and thinking a bit about, and I mean, be well, and I guess like the the Brian McTurnan thing, um, I'd love to see Battery reform and kind of play some shows. Yeah, I'm probably not into them and have haven't been listening to them that long, um, but I think they're a sick band, and I would love to see them play some of those songs. And I think, given that Furnace Fest is all about kind of these bands coming out of retirement and playing shows, yep, I think that'd be a good one. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for that. Yeah, and I hope for your sake, because you're going, that you get to see the Hope Conspiracy. Like Nick was saying, when we bumped into our friend Nick at Good Things, he, he mentioned the whisper of them doing some new stuff. And so if you get to see them, that'll be very special as well. I actually don't listen to them, so I might have to load them up after this. Pause call, uh, <laughs> Keep it that PMA. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Positive <laughs> mental attitude. It's like oh, positive man. hardcore, so it's like... Positive hardcore? Don't know it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, yeah, Keen. Um, I can't wait. I know I talk about it all the time, but we'll see. I don't. I don't know. The, the announcement last year came out in March. I'm hoping I don't have to wait that long, but we'll see how we go. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the pressing suggestions. Are you ready for yours, or yes. should I go first? I can. I can do mine. Yeah. So I joked about it last week. Um, but fuck it. Like after doing a week of Midwest emo, I'm going back to pop. We don't have much time, um, for the rest of the year. We've spoken enough about emo music and doing the pop thing again. And I am talking about, um, girl of my dreams by Fletcher. Now, um, it is very pop. It is probably more pop than anything else I've spoken about on the pod this year. Don't fucking yawn. Dave. 
sorry. It's not, it's not the pop conversation, I swear. Um, and it's just like, I can't explain. I'm not good at talking about pop music because there's so many different variations of pop music. It's not like hardcore where I can like attach to the screens or something. Because at the end of the day, they're all vocalists and they all, I, don't, I, I can't talk about musical styles when it comes to pop as much because it's not like it's acoustic. It's still pop music. I guess probably the closest thing I can align it to is it feels like a slightly more poppy version of Halsey. Okay. And I love Halsey. And I think this record, it's kind of got that whole sad boy, sad girl thing going on with it. Some of the songs are pretty, pretty gut wrenching. Um, but I think it's just a good vibe and, and I really love it. I know I've, I've shared it with a few people and I've shared it on my story on Instagram quite a lot. Um, but it's just, it's just a, another pop record in a, in a slate of great music that's come out this year. And it's actually been a pretty strong year for pop music. And I just need to share it on the, the feature album this week. Cool. What are the songs you're going to um, pick? So, <laughs> um, I mean, these songs sound like quite cringe, I guess, the title tracks, <laughs> the name of the tracks. Sure. I mean, the album's called Girl of My Dreams, so what does that kind of say? Um, but the 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 two, I'm going to pick three songs because I think there's a few that I, I need to talk to. Track six, Birthday Girl. Okay. It's, um, it's a real sad song, and I really love it. Um, so that had to be one I wanted to call out. Uh, Better Version is the song that's right after it. And although they are different songs and they don't really sound sonically the same, I think it's just a perfect song to follow up that song. Okay. So that's kind of making its way in there. But one of the lead singles, Sucker Punch, has to get a call out as well. It's just so good. It's so catchy. Uh, It's a great pop song, great pop record. That's the last pop record for the year. Ooh. I'll talk about in the feature albums. Until the album of the year. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll see. The horse is bolted there, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna bring us back down to earth a little bit. I'm not going with right. a pop record this week. Angry hardcore man talks pop music on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So mine, I've I've gone back into the screamo, black and metal stuff that I've been listening to. And this is a band that's been around for like 10 years. Like they formed in, sorry, 25 years. They formed in 2005. Fuck. So they formed in 2005 and they kind of played a bit of like, um, a bit of post-rock and like some screamo post-hardcore stuff. And Mm. then they released an album in 2017. Um, I'm talking about Gillian Carter. You may not even heard them. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have, I have. Um, I haven't heard, I didn't hear hear about them until this year, until they brought this record out. So the basic, I don't think I heard about them until you told me about them. Yeah, which is kind of strange yeah, because cool. they've been around for a long time. Uh, they're in the same vein as like um, a lot of the stuff I've suggested, like a heavier version of Dreamwell, like a very similar to like Ostraka and um, Portrayal yeah. of Guilt. And... That's why I love them because they're just like, it just flows really well, but it's like angry and dark and the album's called Salvation Through Misery. Yeah. So the the themes of the album, it's like a coming out of COVID album. So yeah. they talk about the struggles of being in COVID and then trying to write music in COVID. Then the 
the back half of the album is actually coming out of COVID and the hope that it gives you that life is going to be coming back to normal. Mm. So um, it's really interesting. It's, um, yeah, it's got a bit of everything for everyone, like who's who likes that kind of heavier stuff. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you jump from um, Fletcher to to Gillian Carter very often. <laughs> but um, do it. No, do it. It's I'm sure they could be listened to back to back. They probably could. But it's on perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Contrast they call it as well, I think. So um my two songs, I picked the opener because I think it's just really like creepy and cool. And it's called Life is a Hell. Hell is fucked. Whoa. So that's the opener. Language warning. Sorry. Jesus. You've sworn like 10 times. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't need to raise your voice. And then um, the second <laughs> song comes like halfway through the album and it's called The Pain of Being Awake. So it really describes nice. and it hits like we all should be able to relate to this album because of um, COVID and stuff we went through. So, yeah, give mm. it a listen. Really cool. Give it a, yeah, give it a go. I like it. I mean, it, it's it's funny that you've gone from talking like the pain of being awake. I mean, I feel like I can kind of feel what that song is going to be about. The songs I featured were about sharing a birthday with an ex. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fuck painful as well. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, no, I think um, both good albums, both different. Mm-hmm. So. Listen to them and let us know what you think. I can't imagine many people listening to my pop suggestions, though. I'm not going to lie. But fuck it. I'm talking about it. It's our podcast. <laughs> That's true. So um, next up is is the guest. Do you want to run through the intro? Yes. So um, our last mixtape of the year, mine you as well. Um, it's been really cool to, like we always said, and I'm going to fucking tell the story every time we, we do this. Uh, we just want to talk to our mates about music and, and the guest today is another one that we met through lockdown, um, like everyone else we've spoken to um, on this podcast so far. Uh, we play video games with him every other day um, when he wants to when he wants to get make, give us a time yeah. and actually come on, not, not in 10 minutes and then we're waiting all night. <laughs> um, it, it is uh, one of our international listeners that we do bring up so often um, and it's been an absolute pleasure. This conversation was a lot of fun. We recorded it during the week. Because uh, he's a busy man, hard to track down. Uh, but with no further ado, mixtape six with I'm Made of Wax, Nick Farquhar. Yeah. Play the smash. Play the smash. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, welcome to the pod. Thanks for coming on. How you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, man. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um... Sorry, I had to. That's all right. Um, okay. How are you all doing? It's, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday the 6th because you're a very hard man to track down, Nick. Um, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm a busy man. Sorry for working. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you got a few gigs this coming weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Friday, we've got uh, yours truly with your favorite um, Banks Arcade. <laughs> and then we've got Saturday, we've got um, Sly Withers with uh, who is it? Towns and Mona Lisa. Yeah, I actually haven't seen Towns and Mona Lisa, so I'm keen to see them. And then Sunday we've got a free show in Bunbury, which isn't very common. And Towns are coming down with um, Pop Plant House Party, so that's going to be good. 
busy, but it's good. Kicks about in, in Perth. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, for those listening at home, Nick, you're our international listener that we bring up yes. nearly every week. <laughs> one of. Number one ticket holders, I like to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're over in WA, as you kind of mentioned there with that free show on, on Sunday, which is pretty cool, especially in Bunbury, right? Like you're yeah. a couple hours yeah, south of Perth. We, it's pretty much two hours south, like driving. It's, it's like a little, it's not, it's not regional, but it's not metro either. Like I think they counted as metro now, but we're just before you get like more regional nothing. and stuff. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, a, it's a cool little town. I yeah. like living down here now. <laughs> and um, I think like every guest we've had on that isn't, um, like he's just one of our mates in the scene. I think we met through through COVID lockdown as well, right? Like you joined yeah. those trivias, is that right? Yeah, I, I actually I actually never played any of the trivia like <laughs> things because, you know, I was always busy. But I was in the chat like when they kind of started. So, oh, that's right. Like, There's a yeah. group chat that had a bunch of people and like maybe half yeah. of us joined the trivia. Yeah, it was a big yeah, bunch of yeah. people, wasn't it? I, I I think I did intend to do it once or twice, but then it, it never happened again. So I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, all the, we're all in all the other chats now, so that's cool. I think there was one day where we, we video called the the group and you popped up and I was like, fuck, this guy's, yeah. this guy's British. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that, I think, I, I think I was at work, but I was like on my work break or something. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to join. And is then, that when Jackson shaved his head? Or was that yes, a different thing? I, so. <laughs> I can't remember now. It, it wasn't for the Secret Center. It was before that, wasn't it? Yeah, I have no idea. It was just yeah. like some random afternoon, someone made a call and everyone joined. Like yeah, at least yeah. 15 people joined. It was yeah, chaos. Yeah. That was fucking hectic. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy type of lockdown for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but thanks for coming on the pod. Um, That's cool. Yeah, really keen to have you on. Thanks for going yeah. through the playlist and bringing your 10 songs. I think we're really yeah. keen to talk through some of these songs as well. Um, I think we're getting some really cool music out of these, Dave. So, um, yeah, definitely keen to keep cracking through these. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to be a bit different, but, yeah. There definitely right, is a good. bit of range. So, I'm... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really cool to hear. Like, even with Webby's one, uh, last, last mixtape, there was a bit of range as well. And a bit of familiarity, yeah. familiarity. and mm. um, yeah, it's really exciting because, like, I don't listen to a couple of the the songs that are yeah. like later on in the in the playlist, but yeah. it's kind of cool to hear them too. So it's it's not all it's not all bad. It's all good. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty keen because I know Nick. Like, we've spoken a lot about this. That out of the group of people that we'd met through this whole trivia thing, I think you're one of the p- people that probably my more natural music taste align with a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think a lot of these yeah. songs, I kind of probably will have similar stories, I reckon, but yeah. I mean, there's probably, I, I know there's probably songs that you would have picked. Like, sorry, there's like artists that you, you would have picked different songs, but like, yeah. I, I, I have my reasons for those songs, like, which I'll explain when we get to them. But um, yeah, I know one of them you're probably quite confused about. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> One of them I was confused about. I'm yeah. We'll get through it. We'll get through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but as we normally do on the pod, we we ask our guests a few questions before we get to actually going through the playlist. Yep. Um, so pretty pretty easy question or maybe a hard question. How did you get into music? 
Um, so yeah, I was, um, I, I feel like it's always been like my parents, like they've, as, as long as I can remember that they've always had this kind of like big shelf of just CDs. And when I was younger, I, if I didn't want to listen to anything that I already knew, I would just kind of go to that shelf, pick something out and listen to it. Like there was a lot of artists that were like, it was kind of like Red Hot Chili Peppers or like Robbie Williams, like In Excess, Def Leppard, like that kind of thing. So um, yeah, it's it pretty much just my parents kind of having like a big range of music taste, which I kind of, I think explains why I have such a big range as well. Hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. I, I, I did try to, learn how to play the guitar in primary school, but I kind of just stopped and it, it just fizzled out. So I've, I've never had like a musical background kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So what about the, like the music you listen to now, like some of your favorite bands and stuff. So how did you discover them? Was it like the radio or was it sort of like someone like a cousin or a brother or sister that kind uh, of got you into it? Well, I think the kind of music that I listen to like right now, I think it's kind of like, um, what's the word? Like grown from the music that I used to listen to. Like I was, I still listen to the same type of music, but it's just like expanded a lot more. And, um, one of them I'll talk about is the funeral for a friend. Like they mm. were pretty much my introduction to like heavy music. Mm. And, um, so when, you know, whenever people ask like, oh, how did you get into rap or, you know, like pop punk, like I always have those one bands that I'm like, yeah, this is, this is how it started. Like I, I don't have to like second guess myself. I'm like, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I guess on the back of that, I mean, growing up, uh, what was the first record you purchased? And that could be CD, tape, vinyl whatever you yep. kind of want to interpret that as like, what was the first record you bought like yourself? I think the first CD I want to say is maybe Bullet in a Bible, the, um, the live recording of American Idiot by Ooh. Green Day. That's good. Wow. That's yeah. Good yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably that one or it might've been, there was a Avril Lavigne, not like her popular album, but like the one after it, I think it's like, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't listen yeah. to her anymore, so I, I can't remember. And then... Wait, wait, first... you don't listen to her anymore? Not as much. Come like, on, that new not, record came I... out this year. We've been talking about it. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, just, it, it wasn't it wasn't old. No, I know you so, mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And first record I purchased, I think, was actually... I want to say it was Green Day American Idiot. <laughs> I'm pretty yes. sure. Or it was the um, in-house break, the duality, the two LP with like the picture this thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think with that bullet in a Bible, like that's one of the best live records or live albums well, I think I've seen. Yeah. So like you guys know me, I don't like live recordings of albums, but that's one that I will always know that I love. And like, I haven't actually watched it in like years, but I can still vividly remember like watching it and like listening to it and it's like this is like 
amazing. Like I would have loved to be there. Like I've I've seen Green Day live like a number of times now, but being on that show would have obviously been amazing. Mm. Nice. So, um, what was the last record that you purchased? Ooh. Oh, actually, I bought one about an hour or so ago because you know I got paid today, so I got some money, <laughs> and it was. Um... <laughs> It was the um, it was a pre-order for the Towns album that came out a couple of weeks ago or something, and I was like, yeah, we're gonna go see them, so I'm probably gonna like their music, so you know, pre-ordered it. <laughs> I did I did ask them if they're gonna have it at the show, but they said it's not ready yet or something, so I just bought it online. Mm. It's a nice pink marble. Yeah. Speaking of pre-orders, actually, has that has the Waxfly Records come in yet? Oh, actually, they've been shipped. I'm pretty sure. Oh, nice. Because, yeah, May brought that up um, the other day, and I was like, um, yeah, I've got to look into that because it said it was getting, like, shipped in November, and, yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it got shipped the 29th or the 30th of November. Nice. So it is on the way. Nice. Uh, t- towns are Aussie, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're from over east. I, for a while, I thought they were from Perth because I think they always come to WA. Yeah. But, um, no, they're from... I don't, I don't want to say Melbourne, but maybe um, Sydney. Okay. I don't know. check them out. I think I might have seen them come up, but I've never yeah. actually given them some time. They, they, they've got a like a popular song on Triple J that always plays, and I think that's how I kind of first heard of them. Mm. And then, yeah, they've. They, I think they've toured in WA, but we've never actually seen them. So. Yeah. 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 Cool. So I guess, guessing that you've got um, a few gigs coming up this weekend. What was the mm. first gig you can remember going to? First one, see, we were doing this thing a while ago where we were trying to like note down all the concerts that we've been to, and Mae was like, she's had like a really good, she's got like a really good memory. She can remember everything. I'm like, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, <laughs> but like, I. I'm pretty sure I went to see S Club 7 in uh, England when I was obviously younger. But the first, like, memory of a show that I have is going to see Green Day in 2009. And that was when we moved. Yeah, I moved to Australia. And nice. my dad bought us bought us tickets to go see Green Day. And yeah, it was, it was probably, yeah, it's like kind of like the earliest show that I can remember going to. Yeah, cool. So, uh, yeah, I don't think knocking the S Club Seven. Like, come on, that would have been sick. Oh, I mean, no, every not, kid yeah, would love yeah. to have been at that show. Back yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, it was either S Club Seven or Steps. I know that my sister went Oof. to both of them, but I know that I didn't go to one of them. Yeah, and then yeah, it it it, it must have been great because you know I can remember it, but <laughs> not. <laughs> What a throwback, though. <laughs> I've got a shocking memory, so, yeah. And I know I've definitely seen one of them, so. Cool. Um, so, what was your last gig? I know you went to uh, one last week, I oh. think. Uh, yeah, we went to <laughs> go see. <laughs> oh, fuck. We went to... Five sauce on the Wednesday. Did we go see someone on Friday? Is that why you were like rubbing your hair, Dave? Because I've yeah. got beef with the five sauce guy with hair. No, he complimented <laughs> Nick's hair. That's why I was trying yeah. to rub your hair to remind Michael you. Michael Clifford. 
Um, yeah, sorry, we went to see Fabs on Wednesday. I was trying to think, of, did we go see someone on Friday? But no, we just went out. Um, yeah, no, um, I know Fabs will probably get a lot of shit because they're one of those radio boyfriends. But um, I've I've really been into them since kind of like Youngblood came out. And I mean, my my, my number plate is Youngblood, so it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those bands that there's there's nothing too kind of you don't really have to think about like the songs or like whatever it's just something to like mm. listen to and it's enjoyable wait so this is interesting for the record what is your number plate is it an amity reference is it young blood as in the artist or is it five seconds of summer it's all of the above settled it down to like the one but it's basically because I couldn't get what I originally wanted, so like I had like a second option kind of thing, and they Wait, gave me. What did you, what did you originally like, want? Well, you guys know like my last name, but I wanted yeah. fuck yeah, like. <sighs> but they said it was too obscene because it was basically fuck yeah. But so well, you know like, what you had to do in that instance, you had to change your name and then change the number plate. <laughs> but no, I th- I, th- I don't think it was anything to do with my name. Oh wait, I know I I get what you're saying, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah, I mean, Five Sauce are an interesting one. I, I love them when their first album came out, and they were yep. kind of like I remember they supported One Direction. I saw them on yeah. the tour, and um, like I love my pop stuff, right? So I was right up that did alley. Did you say you saw them? On, did you see them on that tour? Damn straight, yeah. Oh. Um, I remember, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a great tour. Um, yeah. I'm glad I got to see One Direction because um, it was the only time I saw Obviously, it, it would be great to see oh, them now. They'll come back. Yeah. Like, hopefully yeah. one day they'll come back. Oh, but I'll go. Actually, on that point, so, you know, I got to like, um, I got picked to ask the band a question. Yeah. Did I tell you what my question was? No, no you didn't. Actually, all you heard about was the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sorry. I was too amazed about that. Actually, I would just say, I would just say for the people listening, um, you've got like green on one side of your head, red yeah. on the other. Um, trying to get in the spirit, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I asked them um, if there was any artist or band who you could uh, tour with, who would it be and why? So it, when I asked them this, main, we were all like, oh, they're going to say like Blink-182 or like Green Day because, you know, they're, they're like big influences. Not only but, an influence, remember when they tweeted Blink? Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> And Blink the, told them to piss off essentially, by the way, Dave. I'm not sure if you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't think I know one five sauce song, so carry yeah, on. Yeah, you would. You would know like a couple, but I don't know. We'll save it for another episode, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think this is the segment that we would get stuck on. No, let's go. Um, I'm keen to hear the, um, the question. Sorry, my question was, if there was any artist or band that you would play with, who, who would it be and why? And straight away, one of them was like, oh, in 60 years, we'll, we'll tour with One Direction for the comeback tour. So, like, they, they know that, like, One Direction is their, like... It's got them big. It's, it Obviously, it, it made them famous, but, like, for them to say that they'll play with them again, that's just, like, great. Like, it's showing, like, they appreciate them for like getting them big and stuff. Yeah. But I said, um, 
just without Zane this time because obviously Zane just like left and then I think he crumbled the rest of the band. But, um, nah, well, Zane has to yeah. come back because I always, I mean, we can talk about this in another pod. <laughs> not a One Direction podcast and Dave's rolling yeah. his eyes, but um, <laughs> sorry, wake me up. Zane, Zane, Zane had a very, very good voice, and I think you could you can't replace him. I, I mean, did like Zane's like actual. I liked him until he left, and I was like, "You're you're a flog." But yeah, um, yeah. up until then, he was arguably my favorite. But yeah. Anyways, Dave, you can take the next question. Thank you for indulging <laughs> us in that. That's okay. Um, we'll have you back for the, the Fire Sauce One Direction split episode. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, so okay. tell us they a like unique them. purchasing story. Um, so maybe something you picked up in a store or, or a bargain you picked up that you couldn't believe. Um, something interesting. This, I didn't have this question ready. <laughs> Surely, um, I've knew you picked up some pretty cool stuff that you're like, I got this really cheap on fucking Depop, and I'm like, so I'm, you just, I'm just looking at the collection, trying to think. Um, sorry, yeah, we. Okay, so there's a couple that I can think of off the top <laughs> of my head. Um, so you guys know the the Magic Wheel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We won the um the three cheers splatter off there. Oh, I remember that. It was yeah. just as I think I met you. Yeah, we just started. Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it was. Yeah, we, we paid like, it was like $40 all up, I think. It, it mm. obviously goes for quite a bit. It's one of mate's grails, so I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, then there's Fall Out Boy Infinity on High. The um, the clear with the blue splatter. We got that off Depop for like, I think it was $50. Something like that, which is Bargain. pretty decent. It, it it was it arrived quite damaged. Um, another one I can think of is, so this isn't like a it's it's not like a great find, but with what happened, I I feel like it's it kind of good. Um, so May bought this. Sorry for everyone listening. May's my girlfriend. I, I just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying the name May, but the people don't know who she is. Um. She's the other international listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's going to be listening to this, rolling her eyes. Um, <clears throat> May bought the um, Fall Out Boy box set, box set the, um, the clear one. I think mm. she paid like $250, which isn't like, a, it's, not, it's not a great price. But what happened is that um, it arrived severely damaged. Mm. So she got the whole thing refunded. So she basically got it for free. But obviously, there's that the big damage on the side. But um, yeah, that's I knows. Is there any that I'm missing, Phil? Have I told you a few flexes? Um, I try to forget the flexes, to be frank. So, yeah, I think, I, but I, but, I, but I think the wheels are pretty good story. I remember when yeah, I remember when we thing, first yeah. met. That was like the thing. I I, I was you were like fuck, I'm stuttering, bloody having a stroke. But yeah. <laughs> um, I remember you were posting all over, you know, ABVC, Palmo posting and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy who just won <laughs> this on the wheel? Um, He's probably not even then... a <laughs> <laughs> I was deep down like, is he just one of these guys that just wants the hype? How much do yeah, you reckon I could yeah. offer it for him? And then like I met oh, you no. and started talking to you and I was being like, okay, May makes the decisions. He's never getting rid of that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> She's a decision maker. Uh, but just no, that, a quick look if I missed any. That was the yeah. um, speaking of the wheel. That was the first time I ever heard of the wheels when 
you won mm, that. Same, product. actually. Same. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. what is this wheel? And it's been quite cool. uh, fruitful for us, actually. Um, oh, it, we've had some wins, but we don't talk about the losses, Dave. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just we're in it for our next big win. But, um, yeah. like, you got a grail off there for, like, less than half price. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Roots. And, like, I got Thrice Visu for, like, 20 bucks. And like a um, whole heap of cool stuff. So got the Elijah Galaxy. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. I mean, I hustled for that. I played the mini. I played the main. Yeah, yeah. But um, that so with Roots one is special. I can't wait for that to come. It's a dangerous Been after group. That for a long time. It is a dangerous group. I don't think I've won because I don't it, think I've won anything else off there. I'm just really hoping the um, Royal Albert Hall um, fills up because fuck. Oh yeah. I will do, I keep forgetting I will do about filthy that. things if someone, like one of us, win it. Like, I'll be so stoked if yeah. someone I know wins that wheel. Um, that'd be good. Because, like, that'd be awesome. Mm. Um, but anyways, let's get to the let's get to the playlist. So, yeah. um, <laughs> talk to us before we get into the first track. Uh, what was your theme or kind of what was your approach to putting these songs together? Um, so, since you've started doing this, I've kind of always... I've started, like, even before you asked me, I started kind of, like, compiling my own list, like, just in my mm-hmm. head, like, or if the guys were to, like, ask me, like, I would definitely, like, 100%, like, straight up, I would do, like, this band or this band, just because, like, I have, obviously, everyone's got their favourite bands, and, like, that's that's where I went first, like, okay, this is my favourite band, this is my favourite band, <laughs> And then I started thinking, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, say too much because I don't want to, like, give it away for the playlist. But, like, I, I'm i quite particular with, like, some songs, like, um, like, if they've got, like, a featuring artist or, like, a cover and, like, that kind of thing. Like, if there's a, if, if there's a song like that on the album, like, I, I love that. I just find it you mm. know, different than just having like a like a album by a band and like it's there's no no cover songs. They're all just like obviously originals are good, but I I just find covers really like interesting. Yeah. And then if they've got like a feature and artist that that it, it means that like they were writing this song and they were like oh I feel like this needs something or someone else like oh who who asked this guy or this guy like I like I I just love that. Mm. And then, yeah, I don't want to say I, I don't want to say much. Yeah, I'm giving I can say you try to find yeah. the words, and I'm like, yeah, we'll get yeah. to it, Nick. Sorry, <laughs> like yeah, we'll get to right. it. Um, I, but yeah, I, I do, I do have my reasons for each song. It's not like I just like went through them and played. It's like, oh yeah, I'll do that one. I'll do that one. Some of them are really hard. Like I was listening to these albums like on repeat for like weeks and stuff, just trying to pick a song, and like Todd. It, it was hard, yeah. yeah. Like, I think Dave and I have been talking about, you know, what would our playlist be like? Because mm. we'd like to eventually do them one day, maybe when we hit one yeah, year or yeah. something like that. But um, yeah. <laughs> I struggled to get to 10. Yeah, yeah. And even then we said we might do 15 for us, yeah. <laughs> maybe. But yeah. um, Let's get greedy, yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> and, like, we did one hour for Nick in our first mixtape, um, a song. So it ended up being, like, mm. 17. And then we asked the 10 after that because we felt it would kind of move a bit more smoother, um, the episode not too long. Yeah. But I feel for people like, and I mean, I pre- when we say we appreciate like you and all the guests we've had, 
that have kind of brought 10 songs, like we really mean that because it's not easy, especially with music that we've been listening to for like, what, 30 years for on average for a lot of people uh, that yeah. we've had on. So yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a hard one. I love the focus on features too. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. there's some, some really interesting stories about how features happen for a lot of people. So like with, yeah. um, Touche Moray's latest album, Lament, they had Limelight and Andy Hull from Manchester Orchestra just popped into the studio and he's like, I've got a bit for this song and just went in and sung oh, yeah. it. And they're like, yeah. Oh my God. It's just like, it fits. It's a perfect part of the song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's really awesome how those bits and friends come together and they just have this feeling. Yeah. Of um of of things that fit or they've already got something prepared that they didn't know yeah. they they were going to use there, so it's really awesome and they are highlights of of songs, aren't they? Oh yeah, there's like there's some songs that like I can think of. I only I literally listened to the song for the fe- for the feature artist. Yeah. Like it, it sounds a bit sad, but like sometimes I like don't even know the other artist who's actually released the song. I'm only listening to it because of the feature artists, like, mm-hmm. but I, f- I feel like that's a great way of like getting other bands out there. Like they obviously get this bigger artist to like come and play on their song. And it obviously gets the word out like, Oh, this, this guy from his big band was on this, like, like, um, other like artists, like the uh, unwell known. And it's, it's just like a great way of getting them like out there really. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Keen. Love that. Um, so the first track we have in your playlist is 19 to 2000 by the Gorillaz. Talk yeah. us through that. That's a pretty sick opening track, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, as I was saying before, like I've, I've got these bands that I think of like straight away if people ask me. And um, yeah, Gorillaz are definitely they're, they're one of my favorite bands like i've got a, i've got like a tattoo of like one of their album artworks and honestly i I don't remember when i started listening to them like i i had the i know i remember i had the self self-titled album on cd i've still got it somewhere mm. and my my main actual memory of it is it had this little um do you remember when cds came with like um you, you put them on the, in the computer and they had all these like special features Same. kind of things. Yeah. Like you wouldn't know yeah. if you played it on like a Walkman or like a yeah. stereo kind of thing. Um, so this one had one of these and it, there was actually this like creepy kind of game on there where you had to kind of like go like point and click around these rooms and try and find these keys. And then you go to a different room and like unlock stuff and, I actually need to like have a look at it because I don't know if it's like a um, what's the word like, like if it's just my imagination or if it was actually real, but um, yeah, I've just kind of always been a fan of them. I don't remember when or how. Like obviously, I think someone might have bought me the CD or something. So, and that self-titled is probably obviously still one of my favorite albums like ever like i can just mm. i i don't i don't listen to it very often or kind of at all but i could i can put it on and i still know like track by track like all the songs so yeah i think this is a good like this came out in 2001 this album 
Yeah. And I remember like Clint Eastwood and this song being two of like the most popular songs at the time. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and I was like, and I was young and like we were young at the time and I'm not sure like when you started listening to it, but I remember it wasn't until the follow up, what Demon Days was it? Yeah. yeah. That I probably really started to love them more. Um, yeah, yeah. But I remember that, that album, it just was so like iconic and, and kind of seared into my brain. Um, mm. And yeah, it's, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a classic. Yeah. I, I did almost pick something off Demon Days. Because that's another one of my favourites by them, but self titles is it's just one of the classics. And like as you said, like those two songs, like nineteen two thousand and um, Clint Eastwood, like it'd be strange going to someone like, oh hey, do you know the song? And they're like, oh no, what's this? Like everyone knows Gorillas, like mm-hmm. they're just one of those bands. Like I've always just kind of found them fascinating by like what they did as well with like the animation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just something different, you know? Yeah, the aesthetics are really cool. I remember watching the film clips back in the day and really enjoying them. And then um, they're unavoidable. So, like, I remember just, like, you'd put them on, they'd be on Rage on ABC, Mm. they'd be on TV hits on Channel 10. Like, you would just cycle through all the music shows and, like, we didn't have Foxtel or anything, so we didn't have, like, Channel V or anything. But they would have been all over that. And then you've got the radio, so they were just, like, Really cool that mix of like dance and like pop music and and even a little bit of rock vibes there. So yeah, yeah. I had it on yeah. today in the car with the kids and Darcy's bopping his head and Harvey's like, "Oh, yeah. what's this?" And like, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honest, I'd... oh, you go, Nick. You go. I was gonna say like after kind of like Demon Days, I kind of just. I didn't stop listening to them, but obviously bands evolve and like genres change. So like they've kind of changed quite a bit from what they originally were. So like I don't I don't find myself listening to them as much anymore. Yeah. But they're, they're still like one of those kind of bands that kind of like I grew up listening to. So it's like it doesn't matter if I don't really listen to them or like what like listen to what like what they release anymore like i'll always have those kind of first few albums so it's like yeah yeah well i think it was also five years after demon days to the next like proper album Mm. you know things change and it was like from 2005 to 2010 i feel like music changed so much in that time so i think that's just it's normal but yeah those those first two records are a classic yeah yeah definitely cool well let's load it up um, we'll play a few more tracks and then we'll um, we'll catch you on the other side. Yep. Enjoy. The world is spinning too fast.
to Look what I made for you Knew if I paid my dues, how will they pay you? When you first come in the game, they try to play you Then you drive a couple of hits, look how they wait to you From R.C. to Madison Square To the only thing that matters is just a matter of years As fate would have it, J status appears To be at an all-time high Perfect time to say goodbye When I come back like Jordan, we're in the 4-5 It ain't to play games with you It's to aim at you, probably maim you If I owe you, I'm blowing you to smithereens Except I'll take one for your team And I need you to remember one thing I came, I saw, I conquered For record sales, sold out concerts You want this encore I need you to scream to your lungs to soar
Okay, at the top there, we had Gorillaz, 19 to 2000. And after that, we had Jay-Z and Linkin Park with Numb. And then we had Green Day, Holiday. Talk us through those songs, Nick. Obviously, we've talked through Gorillaz, but um, tell us about Numb and Encore. Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's Numb, Numb, Encore, actually. Apologies. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so, obviously, I'm a big fan of Linkin Park which you guys would have heard when you did your other mixtapes and other people picked Linkin Park. And I was like, uh, I was going to do that song. So I, I thought it'd be a bit different and obviously have one of the songs from the collaborative album that they did with Jay-Z. Um, so with what I was saying earlier, like obviously with the featuring artists, like it's the same when they do like a collaboration kind of thing. Mm. Like, kind of like with what Holden Absence and, like, Alpha just did. Like, having, like, their kind of music mixed with the, the other artist's kind of music, it just, it just bring, obviously brings something different to the table and stuff. And, like, I, I'm, I'd, I'd like to say I'm a fan of rap, like, hip-hop kind of stuff as well. Obviously mm-hmm. not as much as, like, the other genres I listen to, so... I'm not like a huge fan, but I've listened to it. And um, what I, like that whole album that Jay Z and the Compact did, like it's it's just like a what's the word? Man, the mental blank. Like I don't I I don't skip any of the songs. Like there's there's some songs like there's some like Jay Z songs that I don't know, but like I'll still listen to them. Because I know that the Lincoln Park bit's coming up, and like it's just, it's it, it's like, it's a good mix. Like, yeah, I'm I'm putting my, my it out there, and it's not too crazy because I, I don't think I, I'm alone in this opinion. But this is probably one of the best mashup records ever. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, definitely. Especially because like, it's I, two I, different genres. Like, usually you have like two, mm. like you talk about. Our fourth and hold in the absence, they're in the same realm. They play yeah. rock music, guitar yeah. music, but to yeah. put like guitar music and like drum and bass or hip hop music or rap, whatever, you, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. together, it's a really hard thing to do. And like, um, I think it was it was obviously a, a big move for them to do, but they obviously knew what they were doing because it's it's so popular and. Yeah. Um, I would love to have it on vinyl one day, but the, there's a blue one and it goes for a lot of money. So maybe if I win the lotto or someone can sell it to me cheap, but yeah. yeah so I'll say this to Dave. Don't let your don't let your dreams be dreams, man. Like put away fifty dollars, one pay, fifty bucks the next, and then buy that grail because That's tattoos. That's what I do. No, no, no. We we need to get more grails because Yeah. It's I a great yourself. feeling. It's a great feeling. I know, know um, know Maddie Farrow's got one, so I know. he'll be listening. And <laughs> if you ever want to sell it, you know I am. <laughs> if we're doing shopping lists for you, Matt Farrow, I'm also keen on that sales scene. I know we've spoken about it quite a lot. So um, if you're clearing out, you know where to come. <laughs> Back to the song. I think it yeah. elevates numb a lot. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just so good, and it's one of those ones where you, you like hear it and you like turn it up, or you go back to the start if you're halfway through if you can. 
or something like mm-hmm. that. It's just something. Well, that's what I do, and it's just um, it's just so good. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 probably. I want to say it's one of the best songs from the um from the album, but um, I think just because obviously numb was so popular anyway, like when they released it with the mashup, people yeah. just loved it even more. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So into to holiday Green Day. Yeah. Well, so why did you pick um this one? Um. So. As I was saying, like earlier, this is one of those songs that it, it took me so long to pick a song off off this album because "American Idiot" is obviously one of my favorite albums. Like I'd say, it's like top, it's like number one. And so, my main reason for picking "Holiday" is it actually reminds me of a holiday that I went to, and um, I, I I just listened to this album front to back constantly on one of those like little mp3 players because i don't think i had much music back then so i kind of just put whatever on there quickly and i remember yeah i had green day american idiot uh eminem curtain call oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah i can't really remember what else but yeah that that album like whenever i listen to it, it just reminds me of this holiday that I went to with my parents in 2000 something. It was in France. I don't know. We went to Disneyland. Fancy so, um... seaside. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, I, I, I was going to pick another song, but that was nine minutes long. And I know that these already go for quite, quite a lot of time. So I, I tried to pick a like a, a which which song. one which which nine minute one or is which it, long one because one goes five seven or nine home homecoming I think yeah because yeah. yeah there's obviously Jesus of Suburbia as well but I'll be honest there's a part of that song that I just I kind of like cringe at every time I listen to it so it's, mm. it's like I love the song I love the whole album but there's parts of the, some of the songs that I'm like mm, like I'm just, I'm just gonna zone out for a bit because I don't like it like I, I I can't even tell you what part it is but whenever it comes up I'm like oh this is just lame like so so but, you want to talk about cringy stuff do you Nick? no <laughs> no I was gonna say I mean that story you told about curtain call and American Idiot on your mp3 yep. that was like my experience with it and I was listening to this with uh with Webby on the way down to up to Sydney because we yep. just needed something to listen to and I said the same thing to him. I said, I remember putting this on my iPod. I got it for Christmas. And we yep. used to go away to a caravan up at the, at the border. And it's all I remember was playing this album on repeat. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was just, uh, that's just the perfect time, uh, <laughs> I think, in in in, in music. In, in yeah, this is even, so. uh, yeah, before I even had an iPod. I miss the MP3 player. It was good. I don't want to get on the bandwagon, but I'm pretty sure, like, as soon as this starts, it takes me to a holiday that, like, where I got yeah. um, American Idiot. So on the south coast of New South Wales, one summer, like yep. after Christmas one year, and that that was the CD that I I picked up yeah. back in the day. So we'd have that in the CD player. I don't think I had an MP3 player. I had a I probably still had a Discman. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with those. 
No, it was um, it was sick. I wore the absolute crap out of it. Yeah, yeah. Is um is Green Day your favorite band? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like it, it kind of depends who I'm talking to. But you know, when people ask you like, <laughs> oh, who's 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 your favorite band?" My first thought is, you know, Green Day. Um, I was actually originally going to do a different album, which is um one of the CDs that my dad had, which is one of the ones I remember just always going to go pick, and it was um Warning. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I love songs off that album, but they don't hit the same as like what American Idiot does. Yeah, fair. And I was like, yeah, like I'll I'll go with something off American Idiot because even though I like I love Warning and like some of the songs off there. Like American Idiot is where I have like the the main memory of the mm. band and stuff. So yeah, cool. Okay, so the next song we're going to play, uh, or the first of the next lot, is uh, "Streetcar" by Funeral for a Friend. I love this track. Yeah. Oh, it as soon as it like starts it just gets me going like this. So my reasoning for picking the song is, um, they were, they were the intro to me listening to like heavy music, you know, like I want to label it as screamer. Cause, um, I, I don't, yeah, I think before I listened to funeral for a friend, I was listening to like, um, like obviously green day and like Lincoln park. I know you'd say Lincoln park's heavy, but obviously funeral for a friend, they're, they've got the screamo kind of like fast kind of like things yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whenever people ask me like, oh, like how did you get into like screamo? Like, I don't know how to how to label it really, but I I, I just instantly think of like funeral for a friend. I think then, this was the yeah the first song that kind of jumps off the mainstream as well because all yeah, Green yeah. Day and like Linkin Park they were probably arguably mainstream bands although yeah, they were heavier. Yeah. I think Funeral Friends, the first song on this list that takes you off that road a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And kind of seeing what's happening over here. And I think that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, my, when I moved over here, my um, my best friend from primary school actually just sent me like a bunch of CDs randomly. I hadn't heard of any of them apart from, I think one of them was System Throw Down, but I didn't like them. So I was like, thanks. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. I, I don't know but yeah so one of the albums was um the funeral for a friend uh what is it hours yeah and i was like i asked him i was like oh who are these bands and he's like oh they're just ones i listened to and i thought, I thought you'd like them and then um, the other one was actually uh muse super massive black hole is that, the name that, of the is, album? that is a primo album yeah i i hadn't heard of them and i actually thought it <laughs> They were the guys on the on the album artwork. The the guys sitting. Oh on the my table. god! <laughs> Black Hole's like, Revelations is the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, he got me these CDs and I listened to them. And I, I, I remember from the from the moment like funeral for a friend, like street cop started playing. I was like, yeah, this is sick. And then I think after then, I just my music taste just kind of like evolved into kind of what we'll get into soon. 
I don't want to say the names. I don't want to spoil it for fuel. Oh yeah, I don't want to spoil it because the next bracket is like yeah. the best fucking bracket. But yeah, yeah. Uh, is this kind of like? I mean, this record comes out what two thousand six five. Yeah, uh, five or six. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand five. Yeah. So you were you would have been in the whole. Did this take you through to the whole MySpace phase? Or mm. yeah, so like, I was in year year seven. Yeah, and I I remember. Yeah, I was pretty much. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, I think that was like the start of MySpace. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. when I joined, anyway. How emo did you go? Or are you at your peak emo right now? <clears throat> what would, right now? like Well, like, um, I, I mean, is, is your peak right now emo? Or, like, were you more emo back then? I'm talking, like, how you looked. Because I know I went the whole black hair, side fringe, like, fucking thumb holes through my hair. hoodies. Like, like, how is it? <laughs> uh, so, this pretty much is peak emo for me. Like, in high okay. school, I was, like... I mean, you've seen some photos of me, but I was like, I was trying to be like a surfer guy, like had like the, like the, the, the light brown, like shaggy hair and like cargo <laughs> shorts, the like skate shoes and like brightly colored shirts. Like I was now, nah, I was like the complete opposite of emo in high school, Yeah. but I, I listened to the music, Okay. but the way I looked, no, nah, I was yeah, this curious. Is, I mean. Like black fingernails and stuff like that's just me <laughs> right now. And you can thank <laughs> me for that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think I just want to ask that question because I think everyone had that kind of phase in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always keen to know like how how far did you go? Yeah. Um. Anyways, well, what kind of what I'm doing now with like my hair and like my ears and stuff? I did want to do that when I was younger. Yeah. But I don't know if I was kind of it wasn't allowed in my house like my parents aren't like religious or whatever but like they i don't know they don't kind of like these kind of things so that's why I'm kind of kind of when I, yeah yeah pretty much like that's it's fair. a bit weird for guys to do this kind of thing but it's not like <laughs> can do what you want <laughs> yeah that is the truth yeah well let's put streetcar on I'm sure everyone's going to bop along to it, and especially this bracket, and uh, we'll see you in a few.
So, um, what a bracket. So, at the top of that, we played Streetcar by Funeral for a Friend. After that, we played Chelsea Smile by Bring Me the Horizon. And after that, we played... Made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? By Day to Remember. Now, pretty fucking good bracket. Um, yeah. Talk us through Chelsea Smile and, and kind of the start of the next phase. Um, so, yeah, literally the next phase because obviously... Um, Suicide season, hands down. Actually, no, I can't. <laughs> whoa, whoa, say it, say it. For me, it's it's there. It's my, it's my, it's my favourite album. It's, I, I feel like it's their best album because it just has so much, like, not potential, but, like... Influence? I- influence, like, it's it's one of those albums, like, people just, people just know it. Like, although, I think, did Dave say the other day, you didn't listen to Suicide Season, like I did, I didn't give it a lot of time. It wasn't really yeah, my yeah. round. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I just um, this is another one of those albums that like I was literally just constantly listening to the album on repeat, trying to pick some songs, and like this was obviously I picked this one, but I had this, and then Diamonds Aren't Forever, which is I think probably one of my favorite Grimmel Horizon songs. I don't know why I picked it. I picked Chelsea Smile over that. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I just I, I listened to that album like just on repeat in high school because you know I was like a emo kid trying to be cool. I remember having my iPod on like full volume so people could hear it. Even when it was in the ears. <laughs> And I bet um, you're one of those kids that used to draw a high five tattoo on your hand like Ollie did, right? Surely you're one probably, of those Probably, but I actually, I've actually, I think I've still got them somewhere, but I, I wore like the, um, the high top Converse back in the day with like the different shoelace colors. And nice. I've actually got written on one of the shoes, um, we will never sleep because sleep is for the week. And ah, <laughs> uh, for as long as I can remember, I probably wanted to get a tattoo of those lyrics, but. I think it's a bit not lame or cringe to do that, but I'm sure the, the, like... I mean, you I'll sleep quite a bit, so I don't know if it's probably right up your alley, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in the car. We're going back to Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> don't joke about that, Dave, because I'd jump in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I said it. <laughs> um, this is a an I like... An iconic album, anyway. Like, yeah. like pretty yeah. much all their albums are. But I remember seeing the cover, like even back then, and like I know the big songs, and this is yeah. just like an absolute banger. It just it yeah. is relentless, and just shows a different side of what we saw on the weekend, Phil. Um, yeah, when we saw them, and it would be a treat to go back in time and and see them at this moment. In, in time and and see them just absolutely tearing up like smaller venues and just paving yeah. the way. Did they uh, play any of the like yeah. older music? Yeah, they play earlier. They played Reserve Saint Paternal, but at their at their show when I saw them last time, they did like a medley of these songs and it was pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. I think um I was talking to Webby about this on the drive back last week. I think this record in particular, well, all their records, they always bridge a gap. It never feels like they're doing the same thing again. Yeah. 
and it feels like every record is like their last stuff and their next stuff. And there's kind of bridging a gap in a way. And I feel like people talk about bring back the deathcore medley and all that kind of stuff. I almost feel like this doesn't really feel like a deathcore record anymore to me. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, almost it's got, it's got the vocals at times, but I don't really think it's yeah. Yeah. that deathcore in my opinion. Um, but this album, I think, progresses really well, and it's actually a lot more mature than I remember it being. Um, and I think it's worth listening to anyone who hasn't listened to it in full. Listen to it in full, not just the bangers, because yeah. I think it's got moments throughout the album that are like really impressive. I think, um, and so there's no like, "There's a Hell" is my favorite, and I think all the elements from "There's a Hell" that I love are all in this record in one way or another, mm-hmm. and I think they're kind of shown in different ways, and I think it's a perfect record. Um, and, and in regards to the time of when we talk about influence, this record is so influential. Like I wouldn't listen to heavy music if it wasn't for this record. So yeah. Yeah. So many bands ripped off that sound as well. And while they were ripping off that sound, bring me all like, fuck it, we'll keep pushing forward. And then they release banger after banger after banger. And now like they're kind of doing whatever they want and people are all for it. So yeah, I was going to say like, bring me the horizon. They're, they're one of the bands where I don't kind of care what they all release. I will always listen to them. Like when they release like post-human survival horror or even the one before that, like, I mean, not the one before that, but was it Ammo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that weird instrumental stuff. <laughs> See, even that one, there were songs off there that I did yeah. I did listen to because, you know, I, I, I made myself listen to it because they're just the band that I've grown up listening to. Mm. And even though I think Suicide Season was probably the first album of theirs I, I did listen to, mm. you know, it's popular in high school and like everyone was listening to it. I remember going back and listening to um, This Is What Cable The Seat Was Made For and Cable oh, yeah. yeah, And like, like you said, it, it, it was different, but it was the same. So like, yeah. it, it wasn't like you were going from one genre to the next. No. Like, it, it, it was still obviously Boom the Horizon. So, like, I feel like that's what they've always done. Like, yeah. They, they have changed their sound gradually, but in a good way so that, obviously, there's fans that have been listening to them for so long that they're still, you, you know, there's, there's still that little part of them in their music. Mm. So, like, I, I couldn't care less if they release, like, a pop-punk album. Like, I'll still listen to it. <laughs> Of course you wouldn't care because you love pop punk, Nick. Come on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm going to have an interesting take with Bring Me because I've been going on a little adventure and I've actually started from the newer stuff and then worked my way back. And it's actually helped me with like uh, There Is A Hell and like my my next, next one on the list is Suicide Season. I think maybe not jumping in head first into the deathcore sound and really yeah, enjoying the, yeah. like oh, the newer yeah. stuff is actually helping me like that progression, like going backwards. Yeah. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, you've got to listen to the early stuff first, but I think you can listen to the new stuff and actually work your way into the newer stuff. And you can still hear that progression going backwards. Yeah. Yeah. From, from, you know, I don't want to say softer, but for like all intensive pers- purposes is like more mainstream into, to the, the heavy, less mainstream stuff. I think it's a really good exercise. Mm. I just want to say, Dave, I don't know if you... Have you listened to Suicide Seasons in full yet? 
Yeah, but not for a while. The the closer on that record is arguably like the last three songs on the record, even though one of them's like a minute kind of buffer, is like we talk about runs of songs. Fuck, that is the three run of songs that kind of got me to fall in love even more than I had. Because I've been listening to these guys since Can't Your Blessings, and I think that was the point where I was like, fuck, this band is like, I'm keen for what they did next, and what they did next became my favourite. So, Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, bring me a good, real good. I feel like we've spoken a lot about them in the last week. <laughs> so yeah, it's good know, for the soul. It's, it's, but it's worth it, yeah. We'll move to the next one. Um, yep. Another banger, another, another heavy hitter. Made a wax, Larry. What are you made of? Um, a day to remember. Nick, talk us through the song. <laughs> this is another kind of artist where, um, like, they're, they're one of my favourite bands now. And um, mm. I, I love all of their albums. Yes, including You're Welcome. It, You're Welcome just, has aged. It's aging it, well. It, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I know I don't find myself listening to it. I mean, I don't really, I only really listen to them when they're releasing music at the moment. But I'm just yeah. like that. I don't really go back to older artists, which is sad. But um, no, so I I was in high school, I think year eleven or twelve when Homesick came out, and I think I was just at that point where I was like, I I need new music, like I need something, just because you know I was just listening to like the same same kind of stuff, and um, so this was the first album that I had heard of them. My friend, um. I think we were in computer class and my friend was downloading this album and I was like, oh, what are you downloading? And he's like, oh, it's this new album by Dave Remember. And I was like, who? And he's like, oh, dude, you've got to listen to it. And like, from then, like, I've just, I've, I've loved what they've done. And to me, they're not like, I think they, they used to advertise themselves as like a, a pop punk kind of heavy band. Mm. But, like, they've always just been kind of, like, what do you call it, like, post-hardcore kind of stuff? Like, Screamer. I, I, I don't even know what I would label that. Post-hardcore is the widest genre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. You can put yeah. any band post-hardcore, and it's like, fuck. All right, yeah. there go. I reckon they're Screamer. Uh, I reckon they're still more pop-punk, like, heavier pop-punk. That's what I'd say. Yeah, pretty much. But, um, no, so this is another one of those albums where I was just constantly listening to it, and I just... I mean, there was one song that I knew I wasn't, I wasn't going to choose. And even though it's probably one of their most popular songs, I, for some reason, can't find myself listening to it without... I'd, 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 there isn't like a bad memory attached, but it's um, the downfall of us all. Yeah. That intro, I don't know what it is. I, just, I can't listen to it anymore. And I hate it because... What? It's, it's just one of the best... It's just Did, it's what they it's what they start with at nearly every show that I've seen. Yeah, what, what's wrong with that? And <laughs> that's the, that's what makes know. it good. Maybe it just reminds me of Soundwave, and like I miss Soundwave, but like that's it's, <laughs> embrace it, so, Nick. We we can't we can't let Soundwave take away our favorite song. So I, yeah, I think I just need to get over it and like listen to it whenever it comes on. But yeah, so um, but yeah, I I, I picked the song mainly because it's got the, the featuring artist. It's got Mike, I don't know how to say his last name, but the dude from Devil Wears Prada. And yeah. then I I remember actually finding out that it had him in it 
not from listening to it, but actually watching the music video. And um, I don't know. One of the best seen. music videos I've yeah. seen, by the way. Like, so yeah, sick. So obviously, you've seen it. Like, they're, they're playing baseball. And is he the, I think he's the. Um, I think Jeremy's catcher. the keeper and he's he's pitching. Yeah. And then yeah. it gets to his part. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, it's that guy from Devil with Who Who Yeah. <laughs> and um, I've actually, I, I saw them tour together. A while ago and um I'm, I'm pretty sure they played that song together and it was just that's another thing like just having two bands live play the songs that one of the artists featured in and it's just seeing that other guy play with this other band it's just it's a great feeling just mm. yeah i think this it's record is like there's just an era that you've kind of these past two albums. It's like there's a few years span, and these two albums were arguably on top, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it just takes me back. And this song for me is one of my favorites off the record. Not anymore. I think my my favorites have changed for yep. different reasons as like time's gone on. But at the time, this was the one that like really did it for me. Yeah. It's got everything. It's got like the melody. It's fucking the screams. It's heavy. Yep. It's it's so much fun. Um, I'm so stoked you picked this one and brought kind of data member into the playlist because yeah um it's just that perfect kind of bridge yeah i agree i think it's got everything that sorry you go i think it's got everything that you want if you you like guitar music so it's like got as you were saying phil it's just got everything and the album's got everything as well but i'm i'm with you nick for some reason i just can't listen to the start of downfall of the soul yeah. I don't know what it is. Ooh. It's a, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just probably just overdone for me to which is fine. Dude, I don't stop, skip stop it. Shaking like, your head. <laughs> nah, I don't get this because we're not spoiled. It's not like we've seen a day to remember every year for like ten years. Yeah, like, but if you've been to parties that, and oh. people play that over and over again, it's the only song they play because they want to hear the dun na 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 You just wanna just like you just wanna dun na na dash dash on their head. <laughs> Given Benjamin Button's disease, and then listen to the rest. Of I mean, the I album. guess I feel that way a bit about teenagers, but I think that's exactly. that's a bit different. No, I don't know. Like, like you couldn't name me an intro like this. I think there are like some songs in the scene that are like not untouchable because I'm sure people yeah. don't like them, but put some respect on it. Come on, I'm it's respecting like it. When you hear the intro for like King for a Day, and you know, like, oh yeah, comes, sorry, like, not a winner. Tell me you can listen. To sorry, yeah. not a winner now. I, I'm, that's not in time, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it up. <laughs> yep, they'll understand. Um, yeah, anyways, let's move on. Is yeah. there anything else we want to say about Dead Remember before I intro the next epic track? Uh, no, I don't think I should. Why not? What are you going to say? Well, I think they're just a problematic band. You nearly got yeah. through unscathed <laughs> and then you've just come back and said like but, Okay, so <laughs> do, do you want to know my reasoning? Well obviously the guy's been the guy's left the band now. So yeah. it's fine. I'm not gonna ask about other bands because it's not in the playlist and I want to keep the integrity to the ten songs you brought. <laughs> um but Anyways, 
I mean, look, we talk about we talk about Bring Me the Horizon, right? And I was talking to Webby about it because I remember back in the day, he got accused of like pissing on some some girl, and yeah, and I remember it was really kind of it was a different time, a different scene at the time, right? Do you not know this, Nick? No, I don't think I did. Oh damn! I've just crushed you all. You're like, fuck it. I'll change your playlist. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) No, but I I don't (laughs) know. It wasn't really ever proved or like disproved. It was just kind of a, a thing that got said, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's. I've always thought it was really interesting um, that people don't talk about it. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Like, yeah, a bit dodgy. I think every band's a bit dodgy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting with bands like Dance Gavin Dance, who like obviously listen to a lot. What's going to happen there? The verdict's still out. Yeah. Um, all time low in that group. Like, I bring them up a lot. A lot, bunch yeah. of local bands that have been kind of cancelled. Like, it's interesting. Um, like where the scenes at, but. I just wanted to, I don't know what I'm, where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, I, I think it just comes with the territory at the moment. Like, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, so next band there, they're, they're immaculate yes. and they are one of the best bands in my, one of my favorite bands, Nick, one of your favorite bands. We've bonded over this yep. many a time. Um, so the next track you had, or that we're going to play, sorry, should I say, is Nick Deep covering Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Yep. Really interested to know why you picked the song. Um, <laughs> it's a cracking well, I think color. I know why. It's a great yeah. color. <laughs> yeah. It's... Crap, cracking video clip as well. They've done it. They did it really well. Is that when they reenacted it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was um, like, I could just look at you all day, man. He's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so um, I I'm a big fan of cover songs. Mm-hmm. Um, if, even when they're really bad, I just seem to like them. So I'm I'm talking about like the what is it? Punk goes pop. You know, there was like, just like those like one or two tracks that was like you used to skip it, but I would just listen to those albums like front to back. Oh, they were then, epic. Punk, punk goes yeah. pop like volume two to five are like th- three of the best cover albums of all time <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and um i so i was originally trying to find a cover song off there but i couldn't match like the band to the song like there's, there's bands on there that i love but i don't love the song and like the songs in there that i love but i don't love the, the artist so that's when i kind of thought like okay i i, I need like i i need a neck deep song on my playlist because they're just one of like my favorite bands and I, I didn't want to do one of the originals because it, it was it was basically it was just too hard. Like mm. I I I could pick something from Love Sound to get you, but that's generic. And then whoa, I whoa! Could, are you I taking could... a swipe at Webby from last week? No, 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 no. It's, it's just I I didn't want to do. <laughs> oh my god! I, I didn't mean anything by that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh, know we know we don't know what you mean. We all know what you mean. Yeah, he 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 had a great pick, and like I I would have picked that too. So if, if I found out that he picked that, and I would have been like, "Fuck, what am I gonna do?" But um, no. So I lo- I love even the original of the song by Natalie Imbruglia. Like I've, have you guys seen this? There's this comedian. I I can't even tell you his name, but he, he used to do like a um. The song would play, and he would do like a like a mime version of the song. No. 
or, or up to five. Maybe it's an international years. thing, Nick. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, no, it was it was when I was when I was over here. So um, that was a Perth friend... joke, dude. That was a Perth yeah. joke. Maybe. Shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so I've, I've I think my friend sent me this video, and I've whenever this song comes up, like on when we're out or at the shops or whatever, I just find myself doing like the the miming of the of the music. But um so I've I've always loved this the original of this song and then when Nick did when Nick Deep did it, I was like, Oh my god, like this nothing can beat this. And then we actually we saw them play a couple a, a couple of months after they released it and I was like, I really hope they play it, I really hope they play it. Because, mm. you know, it's it's just bands have these cover songs and they're like, Are they gonna play it like when they tour? And they played it and I was just I was speechless. I was in awe. I was like I'm like I'm seeing one of my favourite bands play one of my favourite songs. Yeah. And it's just like Oh yeah, I was I was godsmacked. Like it was just one of the, I, it's one of the best shows I've been to just purely because they played that one cover song. Which is a bit sad because you know there's all these Nick, other it's not sad. that they have. I was literally <laughs> talking to Dave about this off 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 mic, and I was like, I remember I saw them in Melbourne after they released this, and I remember that's yep. when I did the 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 camping club thing, the summer club thing, and I got to, and I remember one of the parts of meeting them is they gave you a signed photo of a photo from the video clip, and then oh. during the show, they were like. Um, we haven't played this yet, but we're in Australia, so we have to. Yeah. And they played it. And I know they played it on that whole run. And I, I remember saying to Dave, like, it was just so special. Yeah. Um, and I think that whole release was special because it was the first volume of Songs That Saved My Life. Yeah. 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 And although the second one was kind of trash, like, I think it was the first time we'd had, like, a compilation record or a cover record that kind of was really talking to that. Yeah. In my lifetime anyway. Like, I'm sure there'd been things but that I might not have seen, but... It just felt real special, and yeah, the song's great. Yeah, Learning about it's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys are going to do like a, a neck deep podcast. So, like, I didn't want to ruin my track, my track choice in. But, oh, but there's no such original. thing. <laughs> Trust me, there's but, no such thing. I think we're talking yeah. a lot about music that when we get to t- doing any episodes, <laughs> yeah. probably already, we probably already know. Like I, I find myself oh, talking yeah. to Dave sometimes about like Touche or other bands we love and I'm like, when yeah. we get to the pod, it's not going to be a surprise, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's no, fine. I, I couldn't even pick my like favorite Nick Deep song off the top of my head because it's just too hard. Like, so yeah, that was, it's a great cover and yeah, I think everyone should listen to it. <laughs> Well, they will now. Yeah. Well, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. We asked. We asked Webby this last week, and I've got to ask you now. Okay. Um, what's your favorite Neck Deep record? Not the best. Uh, your favorite. Actually, I've, I've got something else to say, but I just, I just remembered. Um, it would be Last Night Out to Get You. Okay. Because that's, that's pretty much when I started listening to them. Because um, mm. this. So yeah, my my story of. Neck Deep is like I started listening to them for a girl oh. and <laughs> well, she was so, Webby we're they... going to get you on together because that's why he started listening to them as well. I'm, I'm probably talking about her a lot in this episode but anyway but no yeah so I, I started listening to Pop Pump because of May and um, 
I'm I'm grateful that I do because it's one of my favorite genres now. Like I would say pop punk is I know it's just so lively and like you can just listen to it like if you're in a sad mood if you're in a good mood like it doesn't matter like it just i think it just kind of like lifts you that's cute yeah i think i just want to say that talk we're talking about crazy things so you um both had a neck deep song in both actually Mm. clocked in at track number seven which i thought was pretty cool um and you both started listening to them to for a girl yeah, yeah. When you said that, I was like, "Marco, still in my." Webby ended up with the girl, so maybe it's good omen. Good omen. Yes, it was so nice. I'll learn. I'll learn. Um, I'll learn a part of me on guitar, and I'll sing it at your um engagement when that ever happens. No pressure, Nick. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Dave can do the um the um the the Laura Whiteside um (laughs) feature. (laughs) Uh, fuck. Anyways, um. Load it up. <laughs> Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> oh, God. I thought I saw a girl brought to life. She was warm. She came around like she was dignified. She showed me what it was to cry But you couldn't beat that girl I adore Don't seem to know, seem to care What your heart is for No, I don't know her anymore There's nothing where we used to lie Conversation has run dry But that's what's going on Nothing's right, I'm run dry that's what's going on
Something is it right? All right. So at the top of that bracket, we had Neck Deep Torn, the cover of uh, Nelly Imbruglia. Next, we had Post Malone and Sway Lee with Sunflower. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> is it right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Is, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we had Slowly, Slowly Dinosaurs. So talk us through those, Nick. Um, so I, I, I think the post-modern one is probably a bit different to what we've just been playing. But um, I, I, I love post-modern. Like, I, I obviously do have some rap and hip-hop background with like the other music that I used to listen to. And I think I find the stuff that he does... It's not genre bending, but it's like he's different. Like oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, I the the main reason I picked Sunflowers because it's like off the soundtrack, and like I'm 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 a big fan of soundtracks. Like I mean, when movies use not like original music, but like music from like bands and stuff. Mm. I, I don't know it's just something interesting. Like. Obviously, um, Sunflowers from Into the Spider-Verse. Awesome movie. Unreal Great soundtrack. Movie. Great yeah. song. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think Post Malone is almost like, for me, you know, like there's always been like SoundCloud rappers, right? But yeah. this whole wave of emo rap, I think he kind of birthed it in a way. Yeah, probably going to yeah. get cancelled for that because I know there's rappers like Little Peep that have been around for a long time and stuff like that. But Post Malone was probably one of the first that really made it to the mainstream. Yeah. I remember that first record that he brought out. Um, Beard Boys in the Middle East. Was that the first one? Yeah. No, the one before that. Wasn't Beard Bombs the second one? Oh, my God. Oh, Stoney. Yeah, Stoney. Stoney, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That that record was just like unreal, and I think he's mm. just evolved in a good way. He hasn't changed too much, but he's polished up, and it feels a bit more accessible for people. Yeah, um, yeah. and I remember like when Sunflower came out, that was like the biggest song. Oh yeah, and, and I'm not sure if it was just because my brother, who I lived with at the time, would play it repeatedly. Like this was his favorite song for years. Um, yeah, it's the same with like May's cousin and Zion. Like he would just constantly just singing it like. And I was like, it, it's it's a great song. So like whenever whenever I heard him singing, I was like, I'm I'm glad he's listening to that like kind of music. Like it's, it's good. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't pick a like a post Malone song. I think like Hollywood's Bleeding is probably my favorite album. But that album was so underrated, dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember that came out right before I went to America and no one was talking about it mm. on socials, even like over yeah. there, no one was talking about it, but. And his one from this year is probably in my top five albums of the year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen to it a lot and it's, it's very, he's, he's gone a bit dark in this one. Mm. Not like gonna... vocally, but like just like the lyrics and stuff. I need to listen That's to good. it. Because yeah. I, I haven't listened to anything since Hollywood's Bleeding. Yeah. Oh, this new one's quite good. But it's annoying because the final pre-orders are until like next year. Like I thought we were over that crap. Like just release it now. <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. Dave, you're not a fan of Post Malone? 
They've really given him a chance, to be honest. I don't... Is this like the the mumble rap kind of era stuff? Is that <laughs> he does? Is uh, that is that him? Or like, I know look, uh, a couple of people oh, were listening to him. Um, we had like a really. playlist. He was on there. It's and like... Yeah. I know who I know. he is. But it's like, kind of like more spoken word, if anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. not really. It didn't seem like know. a rap song. It seemed like a pop song, like just like a slow yeah. pop song, which is fine. That's cool. You can. I pretty much heard it on the radio a fair few times, and mm. it's well, fine. Alternatively, surely you and the kids love Into the Spider Verse. Uh, we didn't get to that, Dave. Dave doesn't like Marvel, remember? Yeah, but the kids like Spider Man. Harvey yeah. likes the 60s Spider-Man show, but we didn't get through the, the right, movie. Well, when I, I come down for Christmas, I'm, 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 I'm taking them through <laughs> a bit of education. Yeah. And, uh, good. Yeah, that's, that, that's a really good cartoon. Harvey, yeah, Harvey doesn't like the baddies, so if there's like a bad guy in it, you won't watch it. What? So, Mr. What's his name? Wilson Fisk or whatever his name is. Wilson Fisk, and he's, he's a big dude. Yeah, quite he's scary, actually. He's a big baddie. Yeah, these are no spoilers, but Darcy will win. <laughs> Darcy pretend to be Spider Man. That's why I've shown him it. No, but I'm I'm Spider Man, so he needs to be someone else. <laughs> he can be Spider Man from a different universe. Duh. Yeah. yeah, I'll be I'll be the one that like that's uh well a bit overweight, eats a pizza, no, like his wife's in tatters. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Anyways, that's hey, my kind of special Spider Man. <laughs> Okay, so the next song was Dinosaurs. Um, yeah. Really good song. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Um, so the first time I saw Soy Soy was with May, and um, it was for the St. Leonard's tour, I think. And um, this song is always kind of just, not, I think, resonates with me, like, it's, it, I, yeah, it's it's. I, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite so so. Actually, it probably is one of my favorite so so songs. But um, no, it, it's just yeah, good song. It's a fun song. I enjoy it too. Like I always, yeah. when I was first getting to Saint Leonard, so I remember just yeah. Donald was probably the first song I learned all the words too, because you can just like yeah, it's I just simple. It's, it's fun. Very, it's very catchy and like obviously there's there's alchemy and like smile lines but dinosaurs is just i don't it it just gets stuck in my head like it's in my head right now because we're talking about it like i think it's just the the intro is very kind of i think dinosaurs kind of reminds me of like the jellyfish of of saint leonard in a way like the one that's just really catchy it's not like too emo it's not too complex it's it's kind of just a bit of a simple song yeah, because um, yeah. when you like the other songs you quoted, like Spile Lines and, and even Ten Leaf Clover, like they're very, oh, yeah, that's the other one, though. yeah, they're very different kind yeah. of catchy big songs. Yeah, whereas this one's probably a bit more conventional. Um, yeah, you gotta do simple. Yeah, good. Simple's hard to do good, do well. Simple is hard to do well. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. I was very close to picking Jellyfish because that's probably my favorite. Really, over song, but I I I try not to pick like the popular songs really from yeah. like the artist I, that I picked I just want to be a bit different you know I'm looking back and you've got a streetcar funeral for a friend Chelsea Smile by oh, Bring yeah. the Horizon <laughs> and I'm on call by Chelsea yeah, yeah. 
Deep yeah, cuts only. Just, <laughs> yeah. And I, I wanted to pick um, St. Leonard's, like the album as well, just because um, May doesn't know this, but we, we recently got the um, the test press from our friend Luke Porchi. Exclusive. And, Let's go. Yeah. She, she actually hasn't opened it yet. So when she listens to this, see, this is how I know that she'll listen to it because she'll, she'll bring it up with me. Because I, yeah. I, I kind of have to pester her to to listen to them sometimes because she doesn't listen to music or podcasts very often. So I'm like, oh, have you listened to it? And she's like, no. Like, okay, Guarantee well. she'll be right on it knowing that you're on the pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, I said I'll, I'll try and listen to it, but I, I don't like my voice. So. <laughs> oh, please. I know um, I have a weird you, accent. <laughs> you get used to it. Like, I remember when we started doing the pod, Dave, we were talking about this with Webby yeah. last week. I hated listening back because I was like, fuck, this is so cringe. But you kind of learn to just not give a fuck. (laughs) It's like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. We're doing this for fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the story of the uh, the test press as well, how it's being slotted in into the shelf with the rest of the slow slow records. I I actually had to move it because obviously we we set up our new shelves. So she's just been sitting there and she's she's like, what is that? I'm like, you'll find out. Yeah, I, yeah. She, I told you. I she told hasn't you pressed it, huh? She hasn't pressed it. Like, oh no, I didn't know what that is. Like, it's just been sitting there in a box, and she knows it's there, but she doesn't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and she's yeah. cool with that. That'd drive anyone crazy. No, she's probably. She might have opened it. I'm not sure. Oh, surely but she would have she has. Uh, yeah, she did when we were moving it, and then. But I think she kind of yeah. just forgot about it. Yeah. It's, if she it's just there. if she opened it, you'd know about it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. What What I think's amazing though is that this happened ages ago, right? That you <laughs> yes. And you, I remember you, you sending through a photo and you put it in your Calax with the in the mailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slow. It wasn't yeah. like it was hard to miss. Like there was this big wooden box in the cube. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's classic. Great with, story. Um, with slowly, slowly <laughs> written down the spine, St. Leonard's yeah. test on the box. <laughs> <laughs> that? Yeah, she must have missed it oh. when it was in, like in the in the actual calyx. But that was when like our um, setup was kind of in the corner, so it, yeah, we kind of like avoided it with our eyes because it wasn't in the best place. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a great I'll, story. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys. What, Happens. Reacts. <laughs> that's really cool yeah so i've kind of made this like a think and may podcast but... no i'm sure i'm sure there'll be an episode we'll get you both on because yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be a fun one yeah <laughs> and we'll have to do we'll have to do may's podcast one day because i feel like she's got better taste than unique so oh that, um... that'd be very enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> So we've got one song, one song to go, and that's Clarkson yep. by Sly Withers. <laughs> the Pit Wreckers. Just the uh, Pit Wreckers. Do we do we need to like get some elbow pads and some helmets before we talk about this song? Or, like, <laughs> together, like, Wrap me in a good? blanket. I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, man, I read we were talking about this actually earlier today. I know we've kind of been given in a, a bit of a bit of slack lately with what they're what they've been promoting and stuff but they're still i think one of like my favorite bands and like her favorite bands just because it seems a bit funny but like we're we're proud of what they've become because we've we've been listening Mm. to them since the like the ep um 
Gravis. And they've released two more albums since then. Mm. They've been doing these tours yearly for like, I think two to three years since COVID stopped. And it's just really like, it's like for people that don't know, they're, they're from Perth as well. So it's, it's just really good to see like, no matter where you are, like you, you can make it. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, um, so the song I picked Clarkson is actually, it kind of, um, resonates with me a lot as well, because I, with one of the lyrics, it's about, um, working, working late night in Clarkson. And I actually used to do that, um, for, for my first job oh, and nice. yeah. That's that cool. at Kmart, I was I was working late by. So, whenever I listen to that song, it kind of just brings me back to that time and like things things were easy, but at the same time, they weren't the best. So it just reminds you, like, even though this is kind of happening now, like things are going to get better and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's definitely one of my favorite songs by them, and it it, it was. It was kind of easy to pick, like, unlike the other songs, because, yeah, they, they've got some great songs, but this one's probably, yeah, definitely my favorite one. I really love this song, and yeah. Guns is a great album as well, and we, me and my mate saw them in, in Melbourne at Billboards, it was at 170 yeah. Russell now, and um, it's a shame that they, I'm going to bring up the crowd thing again, but it's a shame. Yeah, no, that's fine. We haven't really brought it up, so essentially just for the people listening, they're very vocal about anti-mosh pit, so kind of stand there and go up and down. But I think something happened at one of their shows, which is why they're like this. And um, I'm not sure if someone got hurt or someone got trampled or something, but um, like people just need to learn how to be in the pit. Like what... Kind of what Not even a pit, saying. just to being like around like other people at a show. Yeah, like read read yeah. the room first. It could have been an accident as well. It could have been an yeah, accident. Exactly, so. but I think yeah. they are being a bit. Um, I don't want to say too preachy, much. but they're preaching to the choir. Like they've. I think that I feel like they've said it enough times, and like that's one thing I'm not looking forward to seeing them on Saturday because they're going to bring it up, and it's going to be like kind of like yeah. an RL kind of thing. Like, yeah, you've, you've said it a few times now. You don't need to like. Yeah. I'm keeping your thoughts though because yeah, I've got I've yeah, got a go story as well. Yeah, so when we saw them at M one seventy Russell, like they're really good live. Like they bought mm. it. They were like there was tons and tons of energy in the room, but they just sat there yeah. and you want your fans to be able to express themselves and and mm. jump around and have fun. Not hurt yeah. each other. They're not asking for circle pits and walls of death or anything like that. <laughs> just jump up and down and have a groove and, and do that. But they were kind of shunning that. They stopped three quarters way through the set to remind people yeah. to, to ease up in the pit after they did a, like a longer, longer credit roll than the Phantom Menace up on the, <laughs> up on the screen behind, behind the, the band about crowd control and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And just kind of really mm. sap the energy out of the room and, Wait, really... wait, sorry, Dave. Can I... They played at the start of the gig. Yeah, in between bands. On the screen. They had really? rolling, a rolling story. Like, what the fuck? I don't know what you call it. Like, it was just like, 
And then they basically repeated it three three quarters way through the set. So they had like three songs to go. And they just reminded everyone mm. that moshing and... I mean, it's kind of disrespectful to pits, to be frank, because I feel like every pit I've been in, and, and I will say like more normie indie rock bands like this, maybe the crowd isn't as accustomed as like a pop punk show or a heavy show. Yeah, yeah. But like, I've, yeah, I think it's a little bit disrespectful to fans firstly to keep an eye on each other. Because yeah. I think we're all pretty good at that, especially even more so over the last few years. Um, and I know I take the piss out of it a bit because I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like they're stopping their set to say, hey, yeah. we're playing your softest rock music you can possibly find and we don't want you to do anything. Like what? Like it just feels a bit weird. But I'd funnily enough on this recent tour they're doing, I had friends go in Melbourne and I hadn't told them anything that I've been joking to you guys about. And they messaged, they're like, can you believe this just happened at the show? Like, I'm fucking off them. Like, I can't believe yeah. how cringe it was, uncomfortable it was. And I'm like, they posted on their Instagram that night. And I'm like, mm. trying to take the piss out. I'm like, fuck, like, this is just, it's a bit too much, I think. Like, just, you're not even that big of a band where, yeah. like, if Bring Me yeah. had said, hey, guys, let's just relax. It's a bit, it's, you know, I would have yeah. been like, fair enough, because people were like passing out. I'm pretty sure people would have hurt themselves like really badly on the weekend. But yeah. like... Sly Withers playing at billboards, like, come on. And, and Nick, you've been there. It's not that big of a pit. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, it's... Um... <clears throat> yeah. Like, even you compare them to, like, Amity, and Joel's like, if anyone's yeah, giving you a hard time, <laughs> if anything's happening, go to security. Mm. Like, that's yeah. all you need to do, look after each other. That's all he said. And, yeah. like, because it, it was a pretty big pit, much bigger than the slide, but um, yeah, it's just some, yeah, it's interesting because they seem to be a lot more about them than some of the other bands that are actually bigger than them. So, like, yeah, comparing them to slowly, slowly, they're they're engaging with their fans and stuff as well. Yeah, which is um, it's interesting, but their music's awesome still, so it's really yeah. hard to get yeah. past that too. I, I do I think- try and kind of separate. Their kind of personality online online persona with like their actual music because I do I do love their music like I like you say that again Nick what do you do you separate the music from themselves I separate the online persona be, not just them. the online persona okay just just see <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> oh, hey you're doing it for me it's fine <laughs> no because like on that note they're like this is just like a grudge that we have they're they're really bad with like social like oh yeah interaction mm. like a band say for example like so so you tag them in something they react to it or they send you like a, like a message or like just an, an emoji and you just, <laughs> you just feel like they're seeing what know, you're doing even though it might not be them it's like you feel connected yeah yeah but slow with this like God, I'm I'm like shitting on this band, and like I do love these guys. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you send them a message or you mention them on something, and then all you get is like a scene, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So you don't see scene, and like the the ceiling for the local scene isn't that high. So you could bump into yeah. these guys in Perth yeah. down the street. We we saw we saw, we saw their manager out for coffee the other day. Yeah, like. He's 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 a recognizable guy, so like we know what he looks like and stuff. But like, because of how they've acted 
we're not active online, but because they haven't like kind of interacted with us, we're like, I don't feel comfortable talking to him because mm. like, is he the same in person? So it's like, we just kind of walk past like, oh yeah, that's their manager, blah, blah. Mm. So it was just like, I feel like I would be the same if I, was, if I saw them on the street. Like, oh yeah, it's that guy, but you know, he doesn't talk doesn't to me want, on Instagram yeah. or whatever. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to talk to him in person. Yeah, it's like it's a bit sad. Like, I think it's I it's interesting because I mean, fuck Dave. Like, we just do we just do a podcast and we talk about like fuck. It's hard to like do the whole social media thing, right? Yeah. Um, but that's different because we're just doing a fucking shitty podcast. Like, you know, like we're yeah. just having fun. Like, it's not, it's not shitty. Doing this for fun, yeah. right? But these guys like yeah. are releasing albums, putting in time to go to the studio, try to sell tickets to things. Like, they need people to continue doing what they're doing. Um, yeah. And you would, yeah, I would think that that's something that you need to put a bit of time into, but yeah. Um, like, it's, I, I feel like it's not that hard to interact with your fans, yeah. like, especially the ones that like go to, go to all your live shows and like buy your, well, your merch. merch and stuff, yeah, like, it's weird. Yeah. Cause it's, and it's essentially but, customer service cause you're their customer. Yeah. They want you yeah, to keep exactly. coming back. You, yeah. You want to make you, make you feel welcome. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, let's stop. Um, I just want to say, I just want to say, yeah, I don't want to, sl- I don't want to slag on slow with us too much. I no, will just say yeah. that Nick, you've been on me to listen to this band since like I met you. Really, I listened to the new oh, yeah, record. Like, I was, I was going on about um, like when they were releasing Gardens. I'm sure I'm, I've mentioned them nearly every week. Like, oh, go listen to this band, blah blah blah. So I don't know why, but I'm, I, I'm, I, I still don't. I can't articulate why I didn't go and listen to it because I listen to a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But I, I like to listen to the new albums. I thought it was really, I thought it was interesting. Like, I think the first seven, eight tracks are like some of the best music I've heard this year. And then it gets yeah. a little bit like kind of boring, but I went back and listened to this record gardens and yeah, it's really good. And I do love the song you picked, like it's a bit of a sad boy track. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, it's a good way to end a playlist, I reckon. Yeah. But no, they're, they're a great band. I'm, I'm keen to see them on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Was there anything you want to plug before we play this last track? <clears throat> no. <laughs> I thought you had a list. You looked down and I'm like, this man's going to come with like, I'd like I to. Um... Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no I, I, I thought of something earlier. That's right. No, if it comes to you, we'll I'm just sure. get you to send an audio clip. We'll clip you on the end. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, um, I just appreciate you guys asking me to come on and stuff. No, thanks for coming it. on. It's been fun. I know I've been a bit. I don't know I can be awkward. I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't talk much, but when I do, it just kind of goes away into its own kind of thing, and I just keep going. But no, oh. oh, we love it. I dude. appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on. We know it's Eddie comfort zone a little bit to be on the camera. It's past my bedtime too. Yeah. (laughs) What's your bedtime? I I have to get up to work at like 4.30. Man's bloody sending me links to vinyl fucking hours of the night. Now he's like, it's past my bedtime. (laughs) Hey, that's when, that's when May comes in and I'm like half asleep and she's like, I'm just feeling this. I'm like, I don't know, just messaging yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do appreciate it though. Um, 
Did I tell you the um, the Harry's on the way? No, I think you might have. Which one, the blue or the seven inch? Both. Um, the seven inch arrived at my aunt's house, but I've got to ask her about shipping those. Nice. But the the blues, the blues on the way. Ah, oh, can't wait for that. It's gonna be real good. Yeah. All of the people with the um the Phil's house in there, um, their search list is gonna be like, when did the Phil's house become blue? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we thought about doing like editing the the artwork so that it suits the blue, but we'll see. Damn. Damn. Cool. All right. Well, thanks heaps for coming on, man. Like, really appreciate it. Great, great songs. Yeah. Great convo. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a sick time. Yeah. Hopefully, the people in, enjoyed the playlist. I know my my music taste is a bit weird. Probably my, my song choices. Nah, this is a good playlist, man. I, I guarantee Great you. Great playlist. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think your favorite part is that they've all been different but similar in the same way. So, yeah. like, um, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit for everyone, I think. So, yeah. that's awesome. I love it. Um, I, I enjoyed making it. I was actually listening to it the other day and I was like, yeah, this is, this is a good playlist. <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> That's what we want. You want to be able to listen to it over and over. Yeah. I do, I do need to go back to a few of these bands and just listen to them because there's, yeah, there's like, I just don't listen to older music anymore. I just listen to new music and it's weird. Yeah. I don't know why I've become that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> I just like new stuff. Cool. Well, thanks, yeah. Nick. We'll, um, we'll play Sly Withers Clarkson and and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. We'll have See you soon. See you, buddy. Yeah. Bye. We never had time for it. Never really asked the questions. I learned my lessons. There's no exceptions. We all get stuck here sometimes.